RadioInfluence.com. This is the Cannabis Podcast on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. If you guys are new to the podcast, this is a podcast that brings you some education about uh, the lovely plant that is cannabis. Uh, we also talk about, obviously, THC, CBD, all the products out there, how it's affecting our world. Uh, our world is ever-changing. And when you look at what's happening in our world, over two-thirds of our American people, and you know this has changed throughout the years, two-thirds of American people support legalization of marijuana. So all the areas that are not legal at this time, that's a governmental thing. So... I, nobody knows how to really overcome that other than just showing what this plant is doing to different states financially for people's well-being. You know, we've come a long way from, you know, Nancy Reagan and reefer madness and all the kind of things like that, all the campaigns, a war against drugs, which was a crock of shit back in the day. But we've come a long way, yet there's still thousands of people currently sitting in jail or prison with cannabis-related offenses. They say in 2018 alone, 660,000 people were arrested for cannabis. 660,000 people in one year were arrested for cannabis a little over a year ago. Think about that. And two-thirds of our country supports the legalization. If that's not asked backwards, I don't know. I don't know what is. And when you talk about the the monetary value of the plant, like this cannabis in our country, uh, United States predicted to reach $16 billion in legal cannabis spending in 2020. Let me say that again. $16 billion in 2020. And is creating nearly 340,000 jobs. 340,000 jobs. Now, that's changing our economy. That's changing our country. And isn't it crazy we have this multi-billion dollar industry, which is an essential business, which puts it on the line of pharmacies and grocery stores, and they're still getting people locked up for cannabis. So it makes us realize we're kind of advancing, and then we're kind of taking a couple steps backwards. We need to stop arresting people for cannabis. Period. That's, it needs to be over with because it's still happening. Even in some states where it's legal, people are still being arrested for cannabis. A, a, a policeman should be arrested for arresting somebody for cannabis in this day and age. Because, you know, driving under influence, you know, police can say that's what they're going out to do. Uh, I'm going to get some, I got some news for you people. If I want to find people under influence, you know how hard that would be? I'll just sit my police ass right outside of most of the bars in this area and watch people drive out. I know certain bars in this area where nobody leaves sober. Nobody. One drink and you're over the limit. You have one drink, you're not supposed to blow that thing anyways. So is it really what they're looking for? Because when you see somebody pulled over and they're saying you smell, it smells like weed and you got a joint in your car and they arrest you for that, that's not driving under influence. That's taking advantage of a situation. 
And unfortunately, a lot of those people are a brown color. Unfortunately, it's almost a way that people could have arrested people way back in the day, and they're still doing it, unfortunately. So that's something that needs to be rectified as we go as we go forward. Now, with our world that we live in right now, with this COVID world, this is a COVID world we live in right now. COVID-19 has taken over the world. Um, I'm, I try not to get political in, on this show because this is about marijuana. And actually, marijuana does become political at times. If you want, you want to listen to what I think about the politics, you could go to Flavor in Your Ear, which is my podcast, which comes out on Friday on Radio Influence. But I try to keep it pretty much out of uh, this podcast. But with everything happening with, you know, these states opening up for school, we're talking about 50 million kids in America are going to be set loose into the streets or into the schools, school buses. You know, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I just want teachers to be safe, and I want kids to be safe. And when I'm seeing stories like they have a YMCA camp in Atlanta with 600 and some kids and 350 or so kids and parents and counselors come down with COVID and they separate and disperse to 27 different states, that's a problem. Because they keep on saying that, oh, kids don't transmit it. Bullshit. Kids transmit it. And they're passing it. And they're passing it to their parents and their grandparents. And wait till you see what happens. It's unfortunate. But, you know, as far as, you know, cannabis goes and COVID, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and listen, I'm not a fan of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> really not. I'm not a fan of many politicians, to be honest with you. She basically said that, uh, it's a therapy that has been proven successful, marijuana. It's a therapy that has been proven successful. There's no solid evidence that, you know, ca- cannabis treats COVID-19. And there's, no- there's nothing. But it's all about your well-being and feel good about yourself and relaxing. That's what we need to do in this day and age. And with us releasing the hounds out in school, they should give a teacher an edible every morning. Every morning, they should give a teacher a little piece of an edible so they can deal with all those kids that are impossible to deal with anyways. And then you have to deal with them wearing masks. Then you have to deal with them social distancing, wiping boogers on each other, grab-assing. I mean, that's what kids do. If you think you, you want to be a teacher, I've been in classes before to go speak to kids. This, the, that might be the last thing I want to do is be a teacher. The last thing. I got to deal with your kids. and. I'm telling you, and if they don't open up the schools, they should give all the parents an edible because now the parents got to deal with their kids and all the virtual schooling. And I've heard stories, a lot of nightmares about that. Literally, if you got to deal with that, if you have an eight-year-old kid, you got to deal with their schooling all day long and sit them down in a chair, you need a big fat blunt. That's going to help you out, no doubt. She said, I mean, Nancy Pelosi said in 2018, doctors should prescribe medical medical cannabis and yoga. Okay? They're both in the same ilk. Those are both good for you, and they're both calming if used correctly. Now, there's other ways to use cannabis. Uh, as, As I read about it, I try to read a little bit about cannabis every single week. And, you know, you learn there's certain things you don't think about. You know, as a man sexually, you don't really think about, you know, well, you think about you're, you're going to be fine, but you always think about a way to please your, your significant other. And as somebody who's indulged in marijuana for quite a while, uh, when you have two people indulging marijuana, the sex is better. Okay. It definitely is. 
But there's actually been studies and that women who use marijuana often have better sex and better arousals and better orgasms and all the best, a better sexual experience. So for those of you, like a lot of people think that, you know, marijuana is just for going to sleep or it's just for this and it's just for that. You know, I've realized through the years, it's just for a lot, okay? It's just for a lot. Listen, watching a movie is better with a little, little buzz. Having sex is better with a buzz. Eating for sure is better. But they say that sex, especially for a woman, gets better when they're high on marijuana. And they actually have THC-infused lubricants now, and they, they increase the arousal and gives them better orgasms. So if you're into intim- intimacy, which hopefully everybody is, then look to the, put that in your repertoire. I'm looking into that, some THC-infused lubricant. I never heard of it before. I just read up on it. I'm going to look up into it. I don't know. Can't hurt, right? Nothing could hurt. And they actually brought, broke down a couple strains for women that are supposed to be better for you sexual, sexually. Mimosa was one. Strawberry Cough was another. Train Wreck, Granddaddy Perp, and Sour Diesel. Okay, those are the five that I got that were written down, you know, in this day and age with Google and, you know, you know, this social media in general, you could find where they have those strains, okay? There's True Leave and there's Certera and there's uh, Cura Leaf and there's all kind of dispensaries popping up everywhere in the Bay Area and all around the country. So if those who want to stay sexually active and, you know, up your game a little bit, look into that. Maybe in a THC-infused lubricant as well. For those of you that uh, enjoy edibles, and I'm going to let you know, I mean, as we move forward this COVID thing, I start to worry more about my health. You know, I'm getting a little bit older. So smoking, everybody knows that smoking isn't good for you, okay? It isn't. We all know that. Now, if you're smoking a joint a day, that's not like smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. But it's you're better off not smoking for your lungs. So to me, uh, edibles are better for me. They're easy. I mean, I can get off the air. At, I mean, if I get off the air at 7 o'clock, I may pop one at 6.30. Starts to kick in about 7.30, and my, the rest of my night is good. So it's definitely practical. So I read something else that you, you're supposed to keep your edibles chilled, and I didn't know that. Usually I get my edibles from wherever I get it, and I put it in a little drawer, and it's okay, and it's all good, and, it, you know, it feel, it's good. But I guess they say... You're supposed to go from the factory to the fridge because and heat is supposed to be avoided. And it's going to actually degrade cannabis active ingredients, which is the cannabinoids and the terpene. So if and when you get your edibles and from wherever you get it, unfortunately, if you're here in Florida, you're getting it illegally, but whatever. I'm not here to arrest you. Uh, get your edibles and stick them in the fridge. That's what I did. They might be a little chewier but you're still going to get the same, the same effect. And that's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about uh, education, making sure we're doing things properly, uh, and every once in a while getting a little insight on what can help you out, you know, whether it's health-wise, uh, whether it's sexual-wise, and just hearing what's going on in our world as far as cannabis goes. If anybody ever has a question for me, 
It's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Make sure you're listening to all my other podcasts as well. And the Ron and Ian Show Monday through Friday, 95.3 FM and 6.20 AM, 3 to 7. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, make sure you get out there and uh, ingest something different and something tasty. And, uh, you know, broaden your horizons a little bit. You don't want to be bored. You don't want to be boring during these crazy COVID times. So be adventurous. And then let me know what happens via email. Have a wonderful week and smoke something delicious. I know I will. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is a Real Animals with Captain Mike Anderson Quick Fix on Radio Influence Tampa Bay. Nutrition on the boat for the listeners. A lot of times you're fishing, it's it's a long day, it can be a hot day. Um, you know, even in the wintertime, if you're splashing the boat in the morning, you know, you worked all week, you don't want probably don't want to be out there for two hours, you want to be out there for 10 hours. So what are some things that people can eat to give them good energy, you know, throughout a whole day on the water? Well, first you're going to have your opportunities to use protein shakes, and you can actually doctor them up in a couple of different ways to turn them into real replacements. So instead of just the protein alone, you've got stuff that's called Carbo Plus, which is a carb powder. And now you've made that a complete meal. But I go to the extreme with mine because I'm always trying to get the most for everything that I'm going to do. So my approach to doing a protein shake is a little bit different because I'm going to put some egg whites in there. I'm going to put some sweet potatoes. Yes, I know that sounds like it's not going to taste good, but it'll surprise you. But what that does is that gives me a chance to put something in that source and not have to be feeling sluggish behind what I'm going to choose, but I also don't have to heat things up. And then the second part to that is if you think about it, a lot of times you're out there on the water, you don't want to eat nothing hot anyway. So a salad or some type of wrap, and I'm not talking about bread either, so we're going to take that off the, the table. You can wrap that in a head of, in, a, in a piece of lettuce, and you've got a couple of nice opportunities to, to put nutritional value into the, the things that you're going to eat on the boat. But at the same time, if you're already on a program trying to control your weight, whether it's going up or down, you can put those quality things in as a, as a replacement. The Real Animals Podcast with Captain Mike Anderson can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and ritampabay.com.